Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. Here's a mashup of some highlights from today's episode. Is I finally fully felt hurt. What a freaking blessing mental health facilities are. Who do I turn to? There's so much stigma around um, sexual abuse. Wish I would have fought harder for myself. Very much possible to go on to have a life that you love and to thrive. I was identifying with creating a new life. A craptastic place right now, but later on there is that rainbow there is that other side to let people know that it's okay to feel those feelings that is a dang good question on today's program i have the amazing stephanie asher she is a quirky spunky funky and fierce advocate for abused women and has an enormous compassion for others which has given her her voice on her beautiful message on self-love Stephanie is a survivor of long-term sexual abuse and is using her voice in her own podcast, Self Love Legacy, to reach out to abused women. Stephanie started her journey with using her voice to share her insights on an idea in her TED Talk. She is an empowered mama with an enormous heart for others. This interview with Stephanie was so in-depth that I decided to break it up into a four-part interview series to allow the listener plenty of time to process each episode. Before we begin, a couple of cautions. Part one contains descriptions of child abuse of a sexual nature, which may trigger some listeners please stop listening if there is anything which causes you any distress or mental anguish. If you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. If you are in immediate danger, Stop listening now and call the police. This is part two of the four-part interview series with Stephanie Asher. The underlying message in this episode is that it is okay to feel your feelings and it's okay to ask for help and support. Tune in to parts one, three and four to hear more from this interview with this amazing woman. Now, on to our interview. I loved every minute of my conversation with Stephanie and I hope you do too. Uh, At the end of the third attacker I ended up suicidal. I ended up being hospitalized for suicide because there to me there was no end of that tunnel. It was just pure darkness. So I think that other like motivator for you and I is to let people know that it's okay to feel those feelings. Like whatever has happened to you you have the right to feel the awfulness. You can be angry. You can be pissed. But I think it's also seeing, oh, well, I can feel this, but I can still be okay later on. I can be in yes. a craptastic place right now. But later on, there is that rainbow. There is that other side. There is that quote unquote, a different norm that is not so dark. 
it's um, it's creating something new and I think that's something you and I share in common is that I did the same thing I um, changed my identity I left my old name behind because I needed to start fresh and I did it because my ex was a stalker so I needed to do that, that for yep. safety reasons but it helped me to define that that was my old life and now I was identifying with creating a new life and it's like a phoenix rising from the ashes you know yeah. like that old life is just burnt to the ground it doesn't exist anymore but now I'm rebuilding and I'm rising. And I think that's, you know, that's the message that we can give to other women is that that is possible. You know, there will be sacrifices to make along the way to to heal and, you know, and grow from the experience, but it is very much possible and it's very much possible to go on to have a life that you love and to thrive. Yes, so, yes. Um, now, I wanted to uh, ask you, what's one thing you would have done differently when you, were, when you were feeling alone in what you were going through? That is a dang good question. No one has actually ever asked me that before, and I have no idea. Hold on a second. Let me think. Um, looking back now, I wish I would have fought harder for myself. I wish I would have, when I asked for help at six, I wouldn't have taken no for an answer. I wish I would have gone to multiple teachers. I wish I would have gone to police officers. I wish I would have been more active in getting help and support. And I understand that I was six. So, you know, there's only so much you can do when you're That's right. understanding what's even going on. Um, so when I was an adult and things happened, I wish that I would have definitely spoke up for myself more. I really kept everything internal and processed and I really wish I would have just at those exact moments came out fighting versus fighting like six months later, like, no, 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 no. You can't hurt me now we're here. But I wish in those moments that I really wish I would have kind of stood up and used my voice in an empowered way but I understand why I wasn't in that spot to be able to do that. Do you think that uh, part of the reason why uh, you didn't use your voice I'm not even going to ask you as that little girl about what reason because you're a little girl you should not have been in that position you should not have been in a position to use your voice for anything like that um, and as an adult woman that really doesn't change too much because no one should ever be put in that situation but um, not knowing who to ask could that be part of the reason why what stopped you from reaching out? Yes, I think um, as an adult, there's so much stigma around um, sexual abuse that um, you quote unquote asked for it or you're wearing something inappropriate or blah, 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 all the little BS that comes with that. And there is so much um, 
attacking of the victim that I don't know if I would have known where a safe place to go is to that it actually could have been heard. I think there is a, so much information out there that you're supposed to speak, but there's no information of where is a safe space to speak. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think that I was very much in the same boat. And I think that um, I would have hoped that I could have sought support from my family and from my friends about the things that were happening in my life. And um, I, I was always really like hurt and disappointed when I would open up and um, try and tell them some of the things that were going on. And I, I just wasn't met with the type of support that I really craved and I really needed. And it, it wasn't until, you know, much later and until I was in a much more stable place in my life that I understood that they weren't equipped to help me. And, you know, it didn't mean that they didn't love me, that they didn't care about me. It's just that they were not equipped to deal with the issues that I was dealing with. Yeah. So I think that, um, one, you know, I will in other episodes definitely be uh, interviewing people who come from, uh, you know, a platform of um, domestic violence or, you know, abuse um, to speak about the appropriate people that women should be seeking support from to help them to know who do I turn to? You know, yeah, I'm that. going through this, but who's going to understand and who's actually going to be able to support me in what I'm going through? And when you're in it, you absolutely have no idea who to trust. And right. trust is usually at the core of the problem. So, yeah. So th thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, Real quick on that. Yeah, um, sure. I... From the six-year-old, when I asked for help and I didn't get it, I, I internalized that as if I ask people I love, my friends, my family, and they can't help me, I'm hurt worse. Yes. So I knew not to tell anybody that was close to me, which is just a defense mechanism. So I guess if anybody is listening and they're like, well, I don't tell anybody. I don't ever want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to my family. I know for me personally, that's where a lot of it came from because it felt so, how can you be my support in my community and still feed me to the wolves? Yeah. So it's so much easier for a random stranger to tell you, eh, no, it's fine versus your small community because that tends to hurt. And I know that that's a weird, really crappy line and it takes a lot of therapy to unpack that, that like you mm. said, at the end of the day, they are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have Yes, and their tools might not be big enough or even developed yet to be able to help and support what you might be asking for. And there's a whole other level, which, you know, is really difficult to comprehend because at the end of the day, you, you know, with what you're facing, you need support, you need help. And when you can't turn to your family for that, it becomes really disillusioning. 
Yes. But the thing is, is that, you know, we're not an island. And so when we've got a problem, then our problem becomes our family's problem too. And that becomes another compounded reason as to why our families are still ill-equipped to help us because they're like, I don't want this problem. I, you uh-huh. know, I like... Uh-huh. This, this is too much for me. And, yeah. and, you know, and that becomes, you know, very, very um, damaging in lots of ways to those relationships that, you know, should be um, our strongest supports in our yeah. life. Yeah. So it's a very, a very uh, complex uh, area. And, uh, but it, it, I think if people can understand that um, this is quite a normal thing that happens in these situations, then yeah, yeah they can hopefully be better equipped to um, yes. yeah, seek the support from the people who can help them and Agreed. let go of that, some of that pain from those that they would hope could help them, but can't. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, I think you've been through so much and, you know, one of the questions that I've, I've wanted to ask you and you've shared so much already is what was one of your darkest times and, and what did you learn from it? Definitely being suicidal um, and getting to the point of moving forward with that, my plan. Um, and it was so, I was living at a quote unquote safe house at the time. Um, I moved out of the individuals, the third individual who was sexually inappropriate. I moved out of that house and I moved, I couldn't move in with my mom because it's a family member. So I did a post on Facebook saying, I just need help. I just need someplace to go and there cannot be a male anywhere near me. Um, So a beautiful angel came out of the sky and said, we are right in the middle of selling our house. It is empty for a month. You can stay there until you get your feet on the ground. So I stayed there and during that time was, I was by far the, the darkest, darkest spot I've ever been. I realized that in that moment that I lost all my family, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, like everybody that I've ever known. Um, and so I just let that consume me. And I had um, an aunt at the time who was talking to me. And she reached out and then she called my therapist and was like, something's wrong. So they called my mom and my mom picked me up and took me to the hospital. (laughs) So very blessed that it didn't get to the point where I was, um, it was too far and I couldn't come back from that. I'm very, very blessed. Um, But I think the biggest thing I learned in that is what a, this is a weird one, but what a freaking blessing mental health facilities are. What a freaking blessing. Oh my gosh. There are so many things I'm so thankful for, for being hospitalized. I am so help- so thankful that it got me in with a um, psychiatrist, not just a therapist, but I then also got hooked up with a psychiatrist. Everybody looked at me and talked with me as with intention. Mm-hmm. And it sounds awful, but I felt so heard at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really big part of being empowered now is I finally fully felt heard mm. and it took wait, And I'm definitely not saying that people should let it get that far because you can definitely get help before it gets that dark. But 
for some reason that was on my, that was my journey. And I'm very blessed to have that experience and the eye-opening truth also of mental health facilities, of chronic depression and abuse is a very serious thing, but there's also very serious other mental illnesses that I could also be experiencing. So it was really one of those counting my blessings for being heard, for being in a safe space, and also for realizing that there's so much else that could also be happening. Yeah, thank you. I think that um, that's one of your strongest messages and it would probably be one of my strongest messages as well is to reach out and seek help through therapy. That it just, you know, that is key isn't it to moving forward and getting back control of your life and healing so yeah I think that that's a really positive message to share with others is there's just get rid of that stigma of you know mental health everybody needs support and the best thing that you can do is reach out and start actively participating in your self-care so yeah and I even think like if nothing quote-unquote traumatic ever something traumatic has happened to everybody but there's like a different level of trauma but all trauma is valued and all trauma is something that needs to be addressed Um, so I don't care if it was your teacher told you in elementary school that at least you're smart because your art sucks and you're never going to make it as an artist like if that is at your core, you get to a test in college and you can't perform, like that is trauma. Please go seek some help. Everybody should be talking to a therapist. And I think that's like the most amazing thing that you could do for yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice just to talk to someone and have a safe space. And oh, there's so many benefits to therapy. So go to therapy, go to therapy. good. <laughs> <laughs> like the best I just I want my dog to go to therapy I'm like what have I done how can I help you better I just love therapy so much well if we can strive towards you know that place of inner peace then yes. there's so much value in that you know we the world is pretty crazy at the moment there's a lot of pressures going on in people's lives because of the health pandemic you know because of the uncertainty and people are really confronted at the moment on a daily basis with this new normal that you know is just so uncertain you know life has always been uncertain but at the moment the rug's been pulled out from underneath everybody. Everybody's in the same boat. And if you can get, you know, some support to use some strategies that are going to help you to stay grounded and calm to work through the challenges that we're facing day to day, then I think you're right. I agree with you 100%. I think everybody should be using some form of therapy at the moment to stay strong and to stay steady. 
I think you're absolutely amazing. Can you please tell the listeners where they can connect with you online? Thank you. I am Self Love Legacy and you can find me at selflovelegacy.com and on Instagram, I am Self Love Legacy. And I'm not really a fan of Facebook, so I'm definitely not on there. (laughs) But I'm pretty much everywhere across the board, Self Love Legacy. That's awesome. And I will include all of your links in the um, episode notes for people if they um, miss that. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship. And for a long time, I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. But when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to make these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know 
that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.